Hey, 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 welcome back. Ian here. I am Nicholas. What's up? And we're back with our episode 2 for Length with Movies. We almost forgot the title again, man. <laughs> we're always forgetting the we're title. We're looking at each other and we're like, what is the title? Okay, it is Length with, Lent with Movies. Thank you once again for tuning in. We got an exciting movie today. But before that, uh, Nicholas, how's your week been? Oh, my week has been filled with hand sanitizers, actually. Oh, mm, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus has finally reached Malaysia. But did you hear about how in the US they were... Uh, people the stores are running out of toilet Dude, not even in the US, man. I think the UK... The UK uh, is Australia. I heard Perth is doing really badly with the toilet oh, paper. But I don't understand. Why are they stocking up on toilet so, paper? So there are many reasons that I heard. But dude, like, I, I think one of the funny reasons people are just buying because they are panic buying. And the second thing is like, dude, just use water lah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. They, they don't know how to use they water. They don't know how to right? use water. Oh. They're not as advanced as Japan lah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go Google. Dude, but before Japan did it, I, I don't know whether Japan did it or Malaysia did it first, but dude, we've been using water for quite some time already lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are, we are cultured lah. Cultured, cultured indeed. Alright, let's get back to our podcast. So again, once again, we are talking about movies. And Nicholas, what's this week's movie? Alright, hari ni... <laughs> movie ni adalah 1917. 1917. Alright. What movie is this? La? 1917. If you fail, it will be a massacre. We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. If we're not clever about this, no one will get to your brother. I will. So 1917 is actually, all right, so obviously, you know, it's actually a year, la, if you do not know. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, it's a war film, la, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a war film. It's a war film about two soldiers, you know, two uh, Lance Corporals. One is Schofield and one is Blake. Uh, these two guys, basically, you know, re- they receive some very impossible orders Lance to Corporal, go to la. like, from like where? Like from from our church, Church of Divine Mercy, to go all the way to Kota Kumuning, you know. Kota Kumuning. <laughs> okay, so it, it, sounds, it sounds very near, but remember, they're walking. La. They're walking. And go all the way to Kota Kumuning to give some orders to a bunch of fellows who are going for war, right? Yeah. So, it's super hard to do it. But because the reason why they do it is because it's faster to go on views and it's more discreet. Mm-hmm. So, less people will actually know that you're actually going to give these orders. La. Yeah, so, definitely. less likely, apparently, the the logic is that you'll less likely be killed la, with two people. Right, right. So one of the main motive about this film is mm-hmm. that apparently one of the corporal, the Lance corporal, his brother is actually in that uh, bunch of army who is going for war. Right. So they're actually sending some orders to tell them, hey, it's a trap. Right. All right. Star Wars <laughs> reference there. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. So don't go attack, faster retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the basis of the whole film. Yep. So it's a it's a war film, and I love war movies, man. Um, uh, there are very notable films. Um, since those days, there's Saving Private Ryan. Saving uh, Private Ryan, uh, featuring Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, Tom Hanks, the dude also got some coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, he COVID and his wife. Nineteen also. Are you got confirmed coronavirus? Very good, lah. Ah, uh, uh, we pray for his uh 
health and safety, but we do also yeah. pray for everyone, lah, not only yeah. for him. <laughs> I mean, he's good, lah. He's a good actor. He's, he's good, a nice he's guy. So there's Saving Private Ryan, yeah. and there's also a recent one, which is... Uh, I know there's uh, American Sniper. Yeah, American Sniper is pretty... Yeah, actually, is it related to Oscars? I'm not so sure. Did, did they win Oscars? Yeah, yeah, they won a lot. I think they did. I'm not so lot. sure. And also, there's one, uh, Dunkirk by Christopher Dunkirk. Nolan, man. This guy is... The most boring. Let me tell you about Dunkirk. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, it's not that it's boring. It's just that I finished the movie in Sunway Pyramid once and I went out the front door and I thought, okay, la, no one's stopping me, so I'll just walk into another cinema. It was free. No one was stopping me. So, dude, dude are you down. reporting? Dude, are you saying... That you yeah, yeah. Sunway TV, come charge me for Dunkirk, la, okay? You can charge me for the five minutes I sat there because I went Oh, there's only five minutes. I sat okay. there. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> so, let's get back to the film, all right? So, the yeah. release date of this film was very recent, actually. So, I've actually had the pleasure uh, yeah. for 1917 to, act, to actually watch it in, yeah, in TGV. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. The sound was great. A lot of amazing things about this movie. Correct. La. So the director is Sam Mendes. Uh, although, yeah, he is not related to Sean Mendes. Yes, I was just about to ask that. It's on everyone's mind. Is he related to Sean Mendes? He's not some uncle. Nothing. He's not related at all. He I is, think la. Sam Mendes is British. Mm. La. So the accent is a bit ish, ish different. Right, right. La. It's mixed up. La. <laughs> yeah. So he's a director for Skyfall, which is great. Uh, one of his uh, notable films. James Bond, uh, James Bond. James Bond, another James Bond film. Uh, Spectre, another James, James Bond film. And also American Beauty, yeah. uh, which is a really great film as well. I haven't watched it yet, but I think Kevin Spacey is part of it. Mm-hmm. Very good film. Yeah. So yeah, a good director. The screenplay is also written by him and mm-hmm. this other lady called Christy Wilson Keynes. Keynes, Cairns, spelled C-A-I-R-N-S. Yes. And the cinematography is actually by this guy named Roger Dickens. Who's Roger Dickens? Roger Dickens is the biggest loser of the Oscars for cinematography. What do yeah. you mean? The biggest loser. Literally, he spent decades trying to win the Oscars. Yes, sir. And he always falls short until Blade Runner 2049. Oh, that dude, is a good movie. that is a bloody good film. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so notable. And it was like, the best moment. Finally, yeah. Roger Dickens won. Finally. And he's a genius. And he's a genius. Let me tell you why. If you haven't had, if you guys haven't watched the film yet, actually, uh, please go and watch first before you're also listening to this podcast. Yeah, definitely. As, as always, watch 1917 before you listen to this podcast. Yeah. So the, the cool part of it, the film, is that it's actually filmed in the way one shot. Mm-hmm. It feels like one shot. Um, this one is not he, they're not the first one to do it however right. other films like The Revenant yeah. and also Birdman you know uh, by this director called Alejandro Gonzalez right. Inaritu, uh, he's also a great film director yeah. as well they did like the first thing so Birdman has uh, Michael Keaton in it yeah, and uh, Revenant has uh, Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. in it amazing cast amazing all yeah. Oscar worthy films yeah you know? so if, if I may if I may put it into perspective for those people who don't understand how hard the cinematography was, not just for the people uh, behind the cameras, but in front of the cameras as well. A regular show, let's say um, the actors will only have to memorize their lines and act fully be in character for a minute, maximum yeah. two minutes. Correct. And they'll just, uh, an hour's worth of movie is just an edit of all these two minutes, one minute put together. Yeah, yeah. Right? But what they did was, have you ever been to a play, uh, people would act on stage and then suddenly they'll go, change their clothes and then come back and then continue acting. This is what they were doing. 
they were non-stop acting for. So the maximum scene was actually eight minutes. Eight minutes. But I feel it's a bit like, although it's, I think it's very long. If you if you look at how the film is made, there are credits to Roger Deakins and also Sam Mendes and the whole team who did it. These guys are great. Yeah. They managed to do it. They, I don't know how they do it. You guys can actually search it up online or how they stitched it up yeah. to make it feel like it's a one-shot thing. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, the amount of lighting, the amount of work they've done, amazing. And it pays off. Yeah, I'll tell you why definitely. later. But let me just move on a bit about who made the music. The person who made the music is Thomas Newman. Uh, he's also the same guy who did the, the score for Wall-E and The Wall-E. Green Mile. Great films, by the way. These two are great films. Oh, by the way, also this film has our good friend, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> again, from the again. Imitation Game. When I saw that scene, I was really happy. La. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it actually featured Doctor Strange, aka Sherlock, aka... Uh, what's this guy's name? I forgot his Alan name. Alan Turing. Alan Turing. <laughs> I also have Colin Firth. Is it Colin Firth or Colin Fifth? Uh, who was it? This guy is from Kingsman, man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The yes, the sexy gentleman in the suit. Yes, he's the a general in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, re- it features uh, George McKay, Dean Charles Chapman, Mark Strong, Andrew Scott, uh, Richard Madden. Claire. There was the guy from Game of Thrones as well. Correct. I have no idea who, but... The brother, la, the brother. I, I forgot his name. We'll find out. La, but we'll then, find out. Yeah, a cast which actually, the leading role is actually not so famous people. La. Yeah. Yeah, you know. They took a real gamble like Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, feature a new front cast and just roll with it but also with supporting great actors which is Benedict Cumberbatch. Dude, yeah. I don't know how much was he paid. He just literally <laughs> did some few lines and maybe <laughs> paid like, okay, you... He be very angrily, nope, we're going to continue. What? <sighs> okay, <laughs> la, we're going to cancel the war now. That's all. Yeah. Yo, speaking about money, man, uh, mm. budget-wise, but they spent quite a lot of money, la, this one. They spent about 90 to 100 million, but only get three times of what, what they're worth. La. So they right, earned about right, 364 right. million. So their uh, profit US was only like 200. Times three, la. you know, cannot compare to imitation yeah. games. That's it, was, like, it was only 200 million. La. It's, not, <laughs> it's only 200 million. La. I thought it was a lot, man, but yeah, I expected more from it. But yeah, well, the real reason why I said these guys really, really deserve it. Yeah. Look at their awards. Mm-hmm. Look at their awards, man. Yeah, Oscars, yeah. 10 nominations. They won Best Achievement in Cinematography. Yep. Thanks to Roger Deakins. This is for you. He won it again after yep. Blade Runner 2049. Best Achievement in Visual Effects. Mm-hmm. Reason being, the stitching is so great. Kudos to you guys. You yep. guys did very well. Definitely. And sound mixing, I don't know how they win, but this one, someone else... <laughs> Someone else can explain to you. La. Maybe maybe uh, it's a different process of tailoring the music in the scene itself to a movie like this where they continuously move. They yeah. don't stop. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. So they won Golden Globes. They also won BAFTA. You just, just Google it up. These guys, they have the top guns. La. Those people amazing. who made the film, amazing. Amazing. Great, great film. Yeah. Yeah, just give a bit of a fun fact Actually, Sam Mendes. Sam uh, Mendes. Sam Mendes. Oh, yo, this guy is not a singer, by the way. He's a director. <laughs> not Sean Mendes. Huh? So, <laughs> Sam Mendes actually got this idea for this film from his grandfather. From his grandfather. So, the whole story was actually just something that his grandfather told him. Right. And right. he's just basing off that. And uh, I think it's a true story, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a semi-true story-ish ish kind of thing. Maybe the characters are real. Mm-hmm. Just that 
based on the true story. Yeah, yeah. It's ex- the experiences maybe are different like, in mm. a sense. But the sad truth of it is like, the reason why he got so intrigued with his grandfather knowing his stories was yeah. because his grandfather keep washing his hands every time. Sam Mendes felt it was very funny that his grandfather keep washing his hands. But right. the reason being was because the grandfather was like... Was it because of coronavirus? Not because of coronavirus, but because of the the dirt that he got from war. It was so painful for him. Though. It was so traumatic to I go see. for war. And, it, and I think this film really portrayed it very well on the, on the traumatic experience you right. get when you go to war. You know, it's right, literally right. life and death. You right. know? I get that. It's like that one time I went camping and there were bugs everywhere. When I got home in my bed, I could still feel some kind of insect crawling on me. Okay, la, that one, maybe you don't get it. Dude, it's literally, you go out, you can it's, die anytime. It's PTSD, man. <laughs> it's not PTSD. Dude, this guy is... Cockroaches are in my shirt. <laughs> but yeah, it's mainly life and death situation. La, that mm-hmm. experience, that whole pumping that, that you go to war. And, and yep. it's really painful. And, and I think, thank you, la, Sam Mendes. You guys did it very well in this film. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, you guys did very Everything well. Everything they earned, I, I feel like they deserve more. La. If Parasite wasn't here, they should have won the Oscars. Probably lah. But Parasite is a very, oh, it's another level lah. That's, that's a different story lah. That's la. a different story lah. We're focusing different on story. 1917. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So Nicholas, in this movie, what was your favourite scene? Now, my favourite scene of the movie was when, so after that whole boom, 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 that whole running around, right. there was this scene where he goes to the forest. After, uh-huh. yeah, he goes to the forest where he finally met a, a platoon of people right. who's going for war. He, that was the last platoon to go for the war. If you guys do not know, actually, this guy was late. And apparently, his friend died, actually. Just give you guys the whole context. Lah. So, he suddenly felt a presence of peace in the forest. And suddenly, someone started singing. And that singing was so beautiful. And it was so... Oh, I actually want to say right something about that song. <laughs> what, what about that song, man? <laughs> so, basically, when I heard that song, I got really excited. Because Ed Sheeran did a cover of it once. Oh, that same song? Yeah. It's not the full song, but he did it. Ed Sheeran is famous for his loop, right? Yeah. So in this song, he didn't use any instruments. Yeah. He just used his beatboxing, ah. his voice and the loop. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh. So I was singing along to it. Uh. Yeah, it's an amazing song. And it's sort of like calming people down before going to war. Uh. It is the sad truth. Yeah. And you see that scene, it's all young people, man. It's not some old bunch of 30 euros. It's all 16, yeah. 17 euros mm-hmm. going for war. And uh, it's pretty sad, like in a sense. It's um, although, it, but it, it truly encompasses war, la. It's yep. just very. This very was World War Two, right? One World War One. World War One. Okay. World War Two was worse, mm-hmm. but World War One was really bad enough. But mm-hmm. the thing is that it just encompasses the whole deal. Of I mean, you can't simply get the title you of World War, la. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On like why you shouldn't have war, la. Oh, but what about yours? What about your favorite scene? Right, my favorite scene. Okay, my favorite scene was when he. When he was running, when he entered, okay, this one was also after his friend had died. His friend had died, and then uh, he was running from, he was running from these Germans. He's trying to sneak into the town, right? And then he entered this place. He entered. Uh, he managed to hide from the guards. Uh, he was almost caught, but he managed to hide from the guards. And then suddenly there was this one French woman inside. Yeah. Yeah, she was French. She was French. And then now two parts of it. First was when he saw her, he was already on his guard. He's yeah. like, no, you know. I'm, I have to go. I have to, uh, if you get in my way, I'm going to kill you. You know? Yeah, and yeah, then the yeah. woman was trying to be like, no, please, please don't. I'm not here to kill you. I'm not here to do anything. 
Please, I'm just trying to survive. Well, she's French, by the way, lah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, on the, she's French. on the good side, lah. She was on the good side, <laughs> the la. good side. She's just side. hiding, lah. Yeah, right. And and, and, and it's, it's fear, lah, basically. Yeah. 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 But in that in that moment, he didn't realize it. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who wasn't his friend, who was already dead, by the way, mm. and who wasn't the people who, who he was looking for, was an enemy. All right. Suddenly, he he gets comfortable with her, and he's sitting down, and then suddenly there's a baby there. When he saw the baby, his heart just dropped. You know, he's like, "Oh, whose baby is that?" Blah, 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 blah. Oh, the, the baby needs milk. The baby needs food. Which, by the way, a few moments ago, just before his friend died, he found milk. Ah, right? uh, yeah, 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 correct. Yeah. That milk, when he saw it, I don't know, maybe he... Yeah, by the way, milk is a very good prop in a movie, yeah? Yes. <laughs> when, he saw the, when he saw the milk, he was like, oh, this is amazing. And he actually emptied his flask. His flask was empty. He filled it up with milk and he carried it. So obviously, it was for him, you know? He didn't even offer his friend. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, it yeah. was for him it was for him along with his food by the way yes another reason why let me just continue this at the starting of the movie he's already really hungry they haven't gotten proper food and only because of this mission suddenly uh, after they were brief his captain was like okay here here's some food here's some treats here's for you guys when he sees his baby and then the lady is like yeah he needs milk take it take it take my milk take yeah. everything and it was like a moment where like hey I give you all I have yeah. you know and it's a, that scene was really good. Like, from, from it's a really good bridge. Because yeah. the whole film was just... It was like a... It was a drum beat. And then yeah. suddenly, this scene came out and it was just yeah. very serene. And yeah. It was a mix of fear and a mix of peace. And yeah. A mix of knowing why you're fighting for, for, them, for, the for protection peace, of for the protection people. of people and for the protection of yeah. this baby. Yeah. And for the future generations, yeah. actually. Yeah. And... and and he just changed, man. I like it. I like it how he's, he was just generous with everything. He's like, no, take it, take it. He didn't even like take a second guess and be like, oh, do I need to keep some for me? To He didn't even consider, like, okay, maybe I need some for energy so yeah. that I can continue the message. No, give everything. This baby is important. That's my favorite scene. La. It was great. La. It was yeah. more, it's like a selfless yep. gift. La. Wow. Amazing. I mean, I can get that. La. If I had a little bit of food, even while I was hiking or camping, uh, oh, <laughs> Nobody's going to know about it. La. <laughs> That's that, for that sure. snicker bar, right? <laughs> no. hey. yeah. So Ian, so what do you think is the message of the film? Message of the film. <laughs> Alright. The message of the film is don't have war. <laughs> <laughs> to us. Uh, I think it's to show um, first of all, yes, the importance of or rather the, the deplorable conditions of war. Why war is bad in general. Uh, people who are affected by it. But I think more importantly, I would say the movie is what's about uh, the importance of communication. Mm, tell me all about it. Right. So in regular films, it's usually just one hero. He's like, he's coming to save the day. Correct. You know, or it's just a group of people like, um, what's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that? It's just a group of oh, yeah, people. Oh yeah, Expendables or something. The Expendables, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a group of people. Yeah, we're going to save the day. You no, know, we got our morals straight, blah, blah, blah. No, like, this one is very simple. They just needed to get a message from one end to another and they couldn't use telegraph, they couldn't call because technology wasn't invented then. Yeah, if not, we have like, we have, there's WhatsApp. Hey bro, there's a, there's a yep. tab. <laughs> but exactly. there's, no, there's no, yeah, technology cannot. is not there. Yeah, cannot. So, these men had to risk their lives just to get the message across from one official to another to save the whole battalion lah. Yeah. 1,600 men. And yeah. you look at the whole experience of the film lah, dude. These guys really risk their lives lah. Yeah. Anytime they would have been killed through 
anything. Actually, in fact, there are parts of the film where you do realize these guys are going to give up. Yeah. And also there are like, there's some very notable scenes where actually one of the guys, one of the characters, he didn't really want to be there as well. He felt like, hey, what am I doing here? Huh? <laughs> like, hey, this is your mission. I didn't sign up for this. Yep, yep. And then the- You could have, one of the lines that she says is, you could have picked anyone. Why yeah, did you pick, pick me? Pick me. And I think this one can really relate to Len. Yes. And really relate to Christianity. Why me? Mm-hmm. Why you? If you watch closely, uh, the reason the brother was chosen was because the general, he made a smart decision. He knew he needed someone to risk their lives to get over there, right? Yeah. And the best way to do it was to get a brother who had a brother in the battalion so that his main motivation was not to get the message across. It is to go and save his brother. Correct. Yeah. And that was like a driving yes. force. Don't waste time. Let's go, let's go, let's right. go. And he, But at the end of the day, he died. Yeah, he died. Sadly, you know? in that scene uh, where he got killed by the Nazi guy, he's actually a very nice guy. Yeah. And, and then he's the, actually, he's been joking the whole time. Actually, throughout the film, this guy's been like, <laughs> let me tell you a joke. Let me tell you a joke. Yeah. Let me tell you something funny. Yeah. So yeah. you can see that the character that he acted in is actually very, very not so jovial, but in the yeah. sense that he's trying to lighten up the mood even though he's at war. Yeah. But uh, sadly, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. And I think because of his death, his partner has this sort of like a, again, another motivation that was not put on him. Yep. But then because of his friend's death, now yeah. I'll say friend because yeah. I think they are friends. And that's the reason why um, it the changed brother, him. Yeah. That's the reason why the brother chose this particular guy. You know, he's just like, yeah, this is my friend. He's, he's the closest to me. Obviously, I'm going to choose him for whatever mission. At the time, they didn't know what the mission was. Correct. You know, whatever it is, I'm just going to choose him because he's close to me. We can really relate this to like, to a lot of things. To a lot of things, especially in faith, like taking a leap of faith. You yeah. know, like God has given you this yeah. opportunity and yeah. it's, it's all that happens is just you and that wanting to be part of it. And, and sometimes unknowingly, you're actually part of the whole process. Yeah. And that love and that desperation, which the younger brother had to go and save his brother, I would say was the desperation that drove Jesus, which convinced Jesus in all his godliness and however he was convinced to become a man and die. And because of his death and how we, his friends, Jesus calls us to be his friends, to be his brothers, it it motivates us to continue carrying that message of God. Yeah. You know? I saw that and I was like, hmm, that was... I think it was very nice. The whole film of the partnering part where it changed him. You know, when, when his friend died... Dude, this guy is numbed. Yeah. He's numbed and, and he took all his belongings, taking it as part of his like his cross. Yep. Like, this is my burden now. Let me do it because I'm alive. Yeah. So he took it and went all the way uh, to where he's supposed to be. Yeah. And this guy, although a bit late, but being late is fine. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he went further. Like, the journey with him, uh, with him and his friend, to when the friend died was shorter than from when the friend died until the he reached the battalion. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think it was because he went alone. Yeah. Yeah, but the great thing is that there are friends on the way that actually come and help you guys so that you can learn something from here as well. True, true. true. Good morality of the film. And if you see a plane flying in the sky coming towards you, <laughs> run in the right direction run, run the other direction no no run to the sides go Yo, run to the sides run yeah. to the sides don't go towards don't go yeah. opposite just run to the sides yeah 
But yeah, man, war, man, it's it's bad. I, I still do not condone war. I heard World War Three is coming. I don't know whether it's real, but <laughs> I think it's a meme. La. That was the theme of January, yeah. <laughs> World War Three. <laughs> World War Three. I think it's because of the trade war. Yeah, yeah. And it was just right before the COVID nineteen virus story yeah. come out. <laughs> Everything. First World War and then a plague. I think another another uh, way that connects back to church, I mean or rather our faith, to Jesus himself, la. It's a very simple thing to do. All they wa- they needed to do was pass a message. Correct. Right? And that's what Jesus came here to do. He just came to pass a message. But he had to die so that people understood the importance of that message. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's why sometimes when we... I, me, myself, I take this faith a bit too complicated. Like, oh, you cannot do this. During Lent, you have to fast. During Lent, you have to... Uh, cannot eat chicken. You have to pray longer, blah, blah, blah. You know, with all these restrictions, you lose sight of the simple fact of why our faith exists. It's just to spread the message. Yeah. Just to, to evangelize, message, to know? share, yeah. to be part of this process and to be part of the whole faith yeah. journey, the whole journey. Just It's just to share God with everyone. Correct. Who is God? Who is God to you? And just share it with whoever wants to hear. Yeah. You know? But because it's such a simple message, it's the most simplest message in the universe, but it's also the most important and also the hardest thing to follow. Yes. You know, like God tells us to love one another yeah. as he has loved us. Yeah. And so simple, mm-hmm. we, all, we can actually break it down to so many parts of our lives and yeah. how to actually implement this. And actually, if you really do it, it's it was good. It's going to be fruitful at the end. It's, yeah. yeah. Another thing about the wall, okay, this one is more of uh, something I noticed and I over-dramatized it. All right. So I think if you're talking about faith, uh, the, someone wrote that I think it's in the Bible itself the Catholic Church is constantly at war mm-hmm. every day we're at war uh, we are war with evil uh, you know good yeah. versus evil correct but when it comes to the church's stance in wars uh, right what do we do we usually provide sanctuaries we provide hospitals we shelter. provide food shelter we don't really take part although we can talk about the crusades and all that that wasn't really part of a war uh, that was massacres and there was uh bad messages being sent across, you know? But when it comes to war, the church is at war with evil. It is at war with sin evil in the world. It's at, it's at war with sin. But then what do we do? I like to compare it to real war, which I think is beautiful. I Hopefully I can explain it properly. How does the church uh, fight in the war, in the war against evil? I would say, like, it's exactly what the movie's trying to say. Like, the way evil fights is with lies, right? Yeah. They just tell us like, oh, you are a bad person. There's no yeah. good, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> how, does, how does the church fight it? Just pass the message. La. Ah. You know? We pass the message of Jesus. What is it? Jesus passed the message of who God is and what is to come. And this movie is sort of like the, the trials and tribulations. The whole barricade that you have to go through just to get the message just across. Just to pass the message. Yeah. You know? I think that's beautiful. La. And even though it's late, la, but they managed yeah, they managed yeah. to it's victory at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing la. I mean all in God's time la. Definitely, definitely. So well, great film. Great film. Nineteen seventeen guys. Uh if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Uh go and watch it. Fun uh, fact about that <laughs> film also. In the movie, he was just in time to stop the battalion from going into war, right? No, they started to go to war. They, already. Already. they already started. And then they had to call back, right? They had to call them back. Right. <laughs> so, so it was late. It was basically late. It was late. La. But better late than never. La. Better late than never. Fun fact about the movie, they finished the movie, they finished everything, processing, editing, 
the movie was ready six days <laughs> six days before the cinema official release which is really late which is really late that means they didn't film like you know some movies what they do is like maybe they, they film the end first they film the middle first yeah uh, based on their budget and based on their you know the actor scheduling and all that yeah. but this film specifically they actually went through the whole process from start to end like they, when the start they really filmed the start and the end they really filmed the end yeah yeah Movies are ready months in advance before the screening, right? Yo, these guys are six days. <laughs> six days, man. This is a typical college report. <laughs> Movie submission, lah. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, kudos to you guys. And one Oscars too. So sometimes, you know, procrastinations help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but these guys didn't procrastinate, lah. I think they really want to perfect their craft, the film, which is great. I don't usually like to watch war films, but I enjoyed this movie. I'll watch it again. Yeah, so I've always set a very high expectation for films, especially war films. I, I love Saving Private Ryan mm-hmm. and I love uh, Band of Brothers. It's not a film, by the way. It's like a mini series by HBO. Dunkirk, I had a very high expectation as well, but it was so different. I liked it. And this film took it another level. Maybe it's not another level, but it's so different. I liked it as well. Right. And get creative, guys. So like this film, what they do is they do one shot. Yeah. Yeah, Dunkirk was like a differential shot at different times. It's a Christopher Nolan thing, lah. You know, Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nolan and time is time is his best friend, lah. <laughs> Plays around with it, lah. Yeah, so this film really did a very well crafted film. So good. I watched it in cinemas. Was very lucky to do so. I never regretted it. You know what? It's still playing in cinemas. <laughs> it is still playing in cinema. Playing I think they won the Oscars. That's why. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parasite also wasn't. You know, I think they, they did some Oscars celebration thing. So they yeah. put back all the films back together just to. Yeah. To make money. La. To make money. La. <laughs> but I would watch it again. I would watch it in cinema. I would watch it as well. I watch it at home as well. Um, get the sound system. Airpods Pro. <laughs> <laughs> not with AirPods Pro like get, <laughs> get a sound system get like. a sound system huh? so let's conclude yeah I think this film really has a good message like. and although it's war from the start till the end you can learn so many things from each and every sentence that they said and the sheer movement that they have the music was on point the cinematography was on point the visual effects was on point yeah everything was on point and uh, it's so good yeah um the story as well it's a story of not giving up the yeah. story of uh, taking somebody's pain and making them your pain yeah and sacrificing yourself yeah for dude like for somebody that you do not know maybe your friend only and it's not even your family member and that's the beauty of it uh, yeah. this film so um Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been episode two. Do stay tuned for episode three. It is coming out very, very soon. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah it's coming out soon. And remember, <laughs> wash your hands. Don't touch your face. And please, keep enough toilet paper for everyone. Lah. Uh, don't go and panic buy and all this stuff. No, don't go and steal toilet paper. Oh my God. Yo, I, I wish Malaysia don't go into this panic buying thing. Lah. It's a bit ridiculous. La. La. Yeah. I thank God that uh, hand sanitizers are not really, they didn't really panic buy it. I mean, yeah. they're just out of stock. That's it. Yep. Didn't panic buy it, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, stay safe. Watch films. Have a good day, guys. See you all next time. Bye-bye.